Hey, everybody. <laughs> what is so funny? Hello. Hi. Oh, wait. Hey, everybody. Hello. I want to know what was so funny. I thought you were going to come in like the way you approached the mic was all. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our Odd Pod podcast, a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. When have I ever done that? I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> I just was expecting it for some reason. Well, welcome <laughs> to our Odd Pod podcast. A podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between, including, but not limited to, <laughs> Felicia making fun of me. <laughs> You're not going to let that down, are you? Like, ever. What? It just happened. You laughed. I thought you were talking about earlier. Oh, no, I wasn't. But thanks for bringing it back up. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> that wasn't being made fun of. That was being put in my place. Thank you. No. It's getting a little too big for my britches. <laughs> thanks for putting it all back in perspective for me. You're wearing scrub bottoms. Comfy scrub bottoms. And a too large t-shirt that you got for donating blood. Yes. That says, be kind. <laughs> it's got a B on it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it goes down to your knees. It does not go down to my knees. Ish. It's like the regular size of t-shirts that I own. No. Most. It's big. It's, it's very like big. Only slightly bigger than my Batman It's like shirt. It's almost a boo-moo. It is not that big. <laughs> It's made for lounging, for and being comfortable. you asked comfortable. me how cute I thought you were. And I said. You said, well, your face looks good. <laughs> I said from the neck up, you were 13 out of 10, which was apparently a problem because Just you assaulted, hate that. assaulted one of my very few pet peeves. <laughs> I say very few. That's a lie. And <laughs> I actually triggered a pet peeve by saying pet peeve because I hate, hate the term pet peeve. I hate when people say my pet peeve. This is my pet peeve. Like, ah! So, um, why can't we have another? Is there like another term for pet peeve? Well, if you want to go to iTunes and rate us five stars and list what your pet peeve is for Billy. No, don't do it. Please. <laughs> Would be so gracious. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what I am dealing with currently. <laughs> Not only that, I made fun of him this morning, apparently. Billy has made me get up for the past three days and go to the park and walk four miles, which I have tapped out early twice. So Walk 500. I'm just trying to be the one that would walk a thousand miles to get to your door or whatever, however that song goes. You don't need to walk a thousand miles to get to my door. You live here. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with you making fun of me? It's payback. Oh, okay. To be fair, it was not being made fun of. But also, we're kind of rambling a little bit. Okay, okay. Sorry. Also, none of this is serious. Totally joking. We're all good here. My wife hates my clothes, but you uh, know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so what's up? How's it going? Ooh. We've spent four minutes talking about absolutely nothing. Okay, well, let's spend another four talking about absolutely nothing. Okay. I'm like in that pre-stressed out, I can't say no to people even though i probably should have 
face of I need to pack for vacation and haven't packed because I have prior obligations. Do you think like saying yes to people is your my like your body panicking and you just trying to like find a way to deal with the travel anxiety? Yeah. That's definitely what's happening. Because currently, not only am I still working two jobs, I also picked up two pet sitting gigs. <laughs> it is going to be a busy week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay, because I'll take care of the babies on the home front. No, I'm going to get through it. It's only until Thursday. Yeah, you do what you got to do. Take that loot on vacation. Ooh. A well-earned vacation, I might add. Thank you. You're welcome. Well... Clearly, I had no time to do anything. Mm-hmm. So this is a Billy episode. It is? This is going to be really awkward because I did not prepare anything. 43 episodes in, still <laughs> keeping up with that joke. Same joke. I knew this was going to be... A, she's loafing for hours. As soon as we start recording, the cat wants to walk behind the blinds. <laughs> she's real put out. Good. All right. All right. So, yes. Welcome to our podcast. It is an odd pod podcast, you might have heard, where we talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And How many week, intros are we going to do? This ain't an intro. This is, I'm getting into my episode. Oh, I'm sorry. So, one of the things we talk about is like monsters and stuff like that. It's kind of what we're talking about this monsters, week. Monsters, and I'm not really sure about anything else. Because that's all I talk about are monsters. Um, human or otherwise. So culturally recognized monsters, as we've seen in this podcast time and again, have a variety of origins, right? Mm -hmm. While some may be a product of ignorance to the known world or an attempt to explain the unexplainable, a construction meant to explain or understand things that current science had no grasp on, for example, vampires and tuberculosis, (laughs) as we've mentioned early man being a big stupid dummy. Big dummy idiot. Yeah, big dumb idiot. Wash your hands. <laughs> Germ theory. Ah, a concept. Some were invented to create boogeyman type entities to scare people, mostly children if I had to guess. Yeah. Into behavior deemed more appropriate or at the very least more preferable. It turns out that warning people, again, many of them children, that they will be eaten or kidnapped if they continue to perform a certain behavior is an excellent way to dissuade future examples of said behavior. Who would have thought? I know, crazy. It's like traumatizing your kids or something. Casual. Real casual. Like, you know, eternal damnation, but we're not going to get into that. Um, (laughs) That's acceptable. Still, some monsters are made to represent people or cultures through the lens of racism or classism in an attempt to perpetuate the idea of the other, thus instigating fear and violence against those viewed as different than themselves. Mm Hmm. Some are just randomly made up on internet sites and leaked into the public consciousness. Yes. Now, I don't know if it is through a similar process to the Mandela effect, as we discussed in our last episode, or mass delusion, but these totally made-up random interweb cryptids still manage to find believers and influence people. Yeah. So, with that super subtle and not at all leading intro out of the way, (laughs) let's talk about Slenderman. Slenderman. Yeah. Slenderman's fun. Is he? Well, because, like, didn't he, like, start off as a meme? We're going to get into that. He has found life as a meme, but he did not start as a meme. The way I was introduced to Slenderman was via meme. Like, circa Facebook 2013. Well, 
there's probably there's a reason that you weren't introduced to him and his original incarnation that would make sense like i'm just saying like that's how i was introduced to slender right and a lot of people but it's funny though because when you think about slenderman he's and you'll probably talk about this Mm -hmm. it's not an old thing like most things are like he didn't come out of the 60s he came out of like the 2010s whatever we're calling those yeah yeah wild it's crazy he's like a modern day cryptid i guess yeah i think so and it's weird because like most people, and we'll get more into it, understand that Slender Man is not an actual thing. But give it like but give it, 50 years. Yeah. And for sure it'll be like, uh, he'll be a cryptid like anything else. Because I would consider him a creepypasta. Yeah, well, creepypasta could be like its own episode. but Right. So I'm pretty sure we have all heard of Slender Man. Mm-hmm. It's a tall, faceless creature that, for whatever reason, appears in a well-pressed business suit and abducts children. Yeah. Now, and also, like, ruins technology around them. Yeah, there's, like, a few things that I didn't realize before. Um, Like, one of them apparently has the power to influence technology and cause hallucinations and shit. That was, like, those are, like, the memes, though. It's, like, Slenderman and then, like, the, the webcomic will go fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Now, even though I had never previously heard of this particular feature, uh, Slenderman apparently has like shadowy tentacles protruding from, from yep. his body. Mm-hmm. Like anything completely invented on the internet, Slenderman's canon is vast and almost entirely unofficial, residing, resulting from being an amalgamation of independent creations dreamed up around the same time. Uh, mute point. Do you think he only has tentacle for hands because hands are so hard to draw? Uh, I've never seen him with tentacles for hands. What I saw was they were coming out of his body. Yeah. Like, he had arms, legs, hands, and feet, and then had tentacles coming out of his Why body as well. Why did he tentacle for hands? Okay, anyway. This, Like I said, you probably saw him like that. Like I said, like, there There's are been, a like, ton of variations. Uh, yeah. The Slender Man, and also, uh... I said most of his canon is unofficial, and we'll get into, like, what the official canon is eventually, okay? Okay. Because apparently there is an official Slender Man. Well, yeah, somebody had to come up with them. So the Slender Man is most commonly depicted as being found in deserted and derelict locations, often forested, Mm -hmm. where he can hunt without his victims being able to get help from other people or emergency services. Makes sense. It shows a preference for forests and dense woodlands, partly because he can easily blend with the trees and partly because of how easy it is to confuse and terrify victims. He has also been encountered in graveyards, old houses, ghost towns, and abandoned mansions where he lies in wait behind walls and doors to ambush its victims. Mansions. Would, that would explain the suit. Um, also, that paragraph came complete uh, directly from the official Slenderman wiki, <laughs> which I will use again later when we discuss what his actual, like, canon is. Okay, cool. So many blogs, Reddit threads, Tumblrs, and if you can remember them, forums have forums. been dedicated to the exploration and fleshing out of Slenderman lore. Not to mention live journal. Yeah, and dead journal. For the emo kids in the room. <laughs> Slenderman lore is hella weird too because even memes involving the big gangly nightmare have gained traction. For example, giving Slenderman $20 will make it leave you alone. Apparently. Will it? Uh, apparently I don't that's think a I've meme. I've never seen that. <laughs> 
Nine years after Slenderman took the internet by storm, a movie was released featuring the monster because there was no way those baby-munching reptoid Hollywood executives were going to miss out on stealing an idea, right? What did you call them? Baby-munching reptoid Hollywood executives. <laughs> so it was around this time we can safely say that Slenderman, that the Slenderman hype train had reached full steam. I remember uh, going to see that movie. Really? Yeah. It, I'm pretty sure it did not do well. It We're wasn't talk very good. <laughs> but like, what does it all mean, man? And where did it come from specifically? And where does it go? And where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, Cotton Eye Joe is not sponsoring us. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one knows where he went. Uh, well, the site, Something Awful, that's the name of the site. Oh, really? Featured, or maybe still features, articles, animations, and just a wealth of original content. Something Awful was the jumping point of a number of trends that would break the internet. A couple of examples are the video game Dropsy, as well as the animation Golan the Insatiable. Really? Which I think is the one about the little girl and the demon. Is that that cartoon? Because I don't... Little girl and the demon. Right. Is that not Golan the Insatiable? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know what those two things are. I was just, I, apparently that's two of Something Awful's claim to fame. Anyway, a particularly funny bit of Something Awful hilarity is as follows. <laughs> After posting a number of very critical reviews about the films of director Yui Bol, who is notorious for making very bad movie adaptations of video games, the site's creator was challenged to and accepted an invitation to fight in a boxing match with the director. The forums, <laughs> so that's just a random bit of information. Here for it. The forums were notably locked behind a paywall of $10. Of course they were. This helped with both improvements to the site and keeping out the riffraff. The darn within riff, reason, probably. With the riffraff. You're probably thinking, are we actually building to something, or are you just going off on a tangent about this website? Either way. Well, we're getting to it, you impatient bastards. <laughs> Talking to you guys. <laughs> just kidding. No one was thinking that. It was me. That. Just kick oh. oh. No one was thinking that. Kicking you underneath the table, apparently. Yeah. So, listen, if you want to play footsie with me, just wait till after the episode, okay? <laughs> yeah, shoes on? Yeah. Just wondering. Can we take them off? Oh, I don't care. So every Friday, the Something Awful forums would host something called Photoshop Friday. Okay. You want to guess what they did? Did they Photoshop things on Friday? They did. Users would follow like a prompt and submit their own Photoshop creations. Mm -hmm. And one particular Friday, the topic was create paranormal images, which leads us back to Slenderman. Is this like Slenderman's origin story? Yeah. Ooh, okay. So one user by the name of Victor Surge, obviously not their real name. It's a great name. Their real name was Eric Knudsen. Well, I can see why they call him Victor. <laughs> but they posted two images. The images appeared on the third page of the thread. They were two black and white photos depicting groups of children. And barely visible behind the children was a tall creature with unnatural proportions yeah following the pictures victor surge posted follow-up testimonials and images that were allegedly from encounters with slenderman 
as the internet tends to do, it launched, it latched onto this idea. Ooh, it probably like creeps some people out, like for real Z's. Yeah. And it didn't take long for the u for other users to become obsessed with the creature. And this I is bet. what I'm thinking probably happened in the beginning. Everybody on that site knows it's Photoshop Friday, but these images probably got leaked out into the actual internet. Oh, and people definitely. were like, what the fuck? They start getting on like Tumblr. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Tumblr, it gets like on uh -huh. Facebook. It's like deep in some Reddit thread. Yeah. Yeah. So in total, the thread was 46 pages long. Damn. As I mentioned, Slender Man was posted on page three. Mm-hmm. It's also the, like one of the first ones you would come across. Yeah. So by the time the thread reached pa six pages, the majority of the posts had become discussion about the concept of Slender Man. Mm. Some discussions involved what type of medium in which they would love to see the Slender Man depicted. Uh, plenty of others were unique stories and images offering input on the concept. Do you think Victor was just sitting behind his computer going, yes. He's probably like, holy shit. <laughs> I did something here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get my movie deal. Nine years. <laughs> yes, nine years later. Unfortunately, the images are no longer able to be viewed since the host sites either no longer exist or, or at least no longer host those images. You should try to see if you could find them on the Wayback Machine. Oh, yeah. Time travel. I think people, yeah, I don't know if you guys know this, mm -hmm. most web pages, if they've been deleted, you can find them on the Wayback Machine, which is where, like, arc, or sorry, archived pages are found. Yeah, I'll have to try that out. You found the Cannibal Cafe on the Wayback Machine, yep. didn't you? You might be able to, because I'm pretty sure this website still exists, it just doesn't host these images anymore. Which I feel like might be have might have something to do with like the movie deal, maybe. Maybe. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm sure they're out there. But it didn't take long after that for Slenderman to escape the confines of the forum thread in which it was originally posted. Much like his lore. After only ten days, its influence would spread to brand new avenues. Ten days? Yes. Like wildfire. Perhaps most notably as a found footage YouTube series titled Marble Hornets. What? Yes. Marble Hornets. Uh-huh. Babe. What? I loved Marble Hornets. Yeah. It's about Slender Man. I had no idea. I never finished it. I watched like the first 30-something. Well, there's like 85 episodes. I know. I was watching it in class when I shouldn't have been. I can't believe Marble Hornets is about <laughs> Slender Man. That um, makes so much more sense. Your excitement really thrills me <laughs> that was nice i love the reaction technically it wasn't about slender man it was just about like an entity that was very similar it to was slender like man. a suit okay if you guys don't hayden if you're out there and you're listening which you better be um hayden and i would watch marble hornets mm. in class well buckle up because i got more to say about oh my marble god hornets. okay 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 so the series as you know which is awesome, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. follows a dude named Jay as he attempts to find some evidence of his missing friend, Alex. Yep. After they had ceased work, after they, Alex, had ceased work on their student film and disappeared a few months into production. Mm-hmm. The meta is that the videos are posted by Jay in an attempt to document what has happened to his friend. Throughout the series, they are stalked by something referred to as the operator. Mm-hmm. While the series creators have made it very clear that the operator is not meant to be Slender Man, 
the visual similarities cannot be ignored. Either way, both creatures are obviously and heavily influenced by the mythology of the other, and Marble Hornets played a huge role in helping to make Slenderman a cultural phenomenon. I bet. Marble Hornets was like... It was creepy in the fact that like nothing ever happened. Mm -hmm. You just like see something like somewhat at a distance. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a really eerie feeling type of like YouTube videos. Yeah. Because like when they were first coming out, like I remember when they were first coming out and they were like being periodically uploaded that it was like, oh my God, what is happening? Oh yeah. my God, nothing happened. Or how long were the episodes? They're I'm varied in different lengths. Okay. I want to watch this. I feel like I need to watch it. Oh, you do. Uh, also, while the operator is not technically meant to be Slenderman, the creators have admitted that they were inspired by Slenderman while creating the operator, and that's probably why the distinction is so thin. I mean, like, you know, a big gangly, creepy, quiet monster, right? Yeah. So make up your mind, guys. Is it Slenderman or is it not Slenderman, you know? It's Slenderman's cousin, right. the operator. It's Slenderman's cousin, thin dude. <laughs> He's from Florida. <laughs> and he has a tan. Yeah. Anyway, their YouTube channel has 92 videos, with most of them named very simply entry, number, whatever. Yeah. They even have a second channel with an additional 39 videos. Oh, God. Which is interesting because they made a, a, a 30, like a separate channel, because essentially it's like an ARG, right? Mm hmm. Um, this channel is meant to be created from another character in the Marble Hornets universe, oh my God. providing more context for the events in the main series. Now I wish I would have kept up with it. Yeah. Amazingly, the series lasted five years, and its final video, entry number 87, was posted June 20th, 2014. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's so cool that you watched that. Back when, like, they were first coming out, too. Yeah. God, they, there was only 30-something whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I'm so excited now. <laughs> so, Marble Hornets was far from the only YouTube channel to be influenced by the Slenderman myth. It was, however, the first. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh! Another YouTube series that was originally meant to be an homage to Marble Hornets before eventually evolving into its own unique work, was called Tribe 12. I don't know that one. <laughs> the series took the form of an ARG, an alternate reality game. Mm -hmm. uh, they're typically games involving a continuously evolving storyline that makes the players responsible for piecing together clues that usually lead to a new set of clues to piece together and so on and so forth. Like a puzzle game. Kind of as you learn more and more about what's going on in the presented world. So it's not... the First time I was really like involved in an ARG, it was just a Twitter feed. Um, was it the one with the um, the ghost? I don't think, no. Never mind. <laughs> this was a dude that was posting on Twitter and it was like, hey guys, what's going on? The sun went down, it never came back up. And then like, there's no one around, there are these weird what? lights. They would post videos and like photos, like I hear something outside my house and it would be like the door and there'd be a, like a light shining around outside. It was really cool. And people would like interact like, hey, man, lock the door, run, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. it was like a real thing that was going on. It was pretty cool. That's I forget crazy. what it was called and I need to find it because I fell way behind. That's anyway. Honestly, there is another one kind of like that, but it's like this guy's being haunted by a doll. Ooh. And it's basically we're trying to figure out what's going on through what they're presenting to us. Uh -huh. 
So it's not like a traditional game. It's just something for the internet to follow along with and, yeah. and try to figure out. Uh, I love ARGs. I think that's such a cool idea. Not only was this series notable for its special effects, it also introduced the imagery of Slenderman's tentacular tentacles. Tentacular tentacles. Marble Hornets and Tribe 12 are two of the big three of original series concerning the Slenderman mythos. Uh-huh. While there were several others that started around the same time, they apparently didn't have the same impact as the big three. And the the there's that's only two of them. There was another one that was called Everyman Hybrid. Yeah. I don't really have any information about it. Well, fuck them. Who needs them? So, there is a canonical history of Slenderman. Okay. And before we go any further, I want to present that lore in its entirety as it is laid out on the official wiki found on slenderman.forum.com. I will do my best not to interrupt. That's okay. Feel free. Just like if it sounds like I'm building to something, maybe hold off for just a second. No promises, but okay. So, again, this is taken directly from the wiki. Okay. The Slenderman has no specifically confirmed history, but contributors to the mythos have placed early sightings of Slenderman-like beings in Germany in the early 1600s and before. Historically, the entity often took on the appearance of a knight or a noble figure. Germanic myths and fairy tales have been cited as containing Slenderman-like creatures as cautionary tales for children. Weird. So this is like the official lore of the fictional Slenderman that people are going to look at in the future probably. I was like, that didn't really happen. They're just kind of like, oh, we, it's in there. It's like, this is the story that the creator of Slenderman has created. Has created. So photographs from the early 1900s, which probably are what Mr. Surge uploaded, <laughs> are the first confirmed reports where images of the Slenderman can be found in old photographs. Reports from this time indicate sightings in America, the UK, and Russia, usually connected to reports of child disappearances. Well, you know, people weren't uh, manipulating photographs at that time at all. Right. Yeah. They were just like better at it because it was more involved. Nothing like ectoplasm or. Yeah. Double exposure, making ghosts and shit. Not that you mentioned that you had to sit still for like 30 years. Ooh, speaking of photographs and sitting still, this is not related, but I learned something crazy. Um, you, you know, they used to take pictures of dead bodies, right? Memento Mori, yes. Yeah. Well, sometimes the living people would take pictures with a dead body. Yeah. As kind of like a, it was because it was the cultural acceptance at the time. Well, a big part of it was because relatives lived far away, and there was no good way to preserve a body, so they couldn't get there for the funeral. So they took pictures of how they were, so that the family could come and grieve or whatever. Mm -hmm. But to take pictures back then, you had to sit very still. Yeah. But humans naturally sway. So if you look at photos of humans or obviously of people or things from that time. There's just a little bit of a blur that's because of like our natural sway and movement. But if you look at the pictures of two living people, for example, because this is the photo I was looking at, had two living people with the body of their daughter. Uh-huh. The two people are crazy blurry and the the body is fucking hyper focused. And I like bet. completely because it's totally still. Cause, it doesn't cause have a sway. She's dead. <laughs> and it's crazy because like her eyes weren't like white like you would expect or whatever. Yeah. 
she looks wet, like totally alive. And people are arguing like they're alive. Look at them. They got their eyes open, blah, blah, blah. But you can tell because they're like She's crystal still... clear fucking focused in the photo. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this. I just thought it A was really cool. photography lesson. So in the mid-1900s, several run-ins occurred in the war zones in Germany, which is theorized to be the Slenderman's native land. Soldiers were the primary targets here. In America and Canada, there were reports of missing skiers and children, mainly coming from forested and unoccupied areas. He is also held responsible for several strings of buildings burning with no apparent cause and multiple related deaths. The few survivors of Slenderman attacks, along with the counts left by victims, show the following historic facts. Okay. If the victim was a child, he would often approach them in a friendly fashion at first and attempt to gain their trust. The adults he stalked have one common trait. They had all been through a terrible tragedy in their life. Interestingly, in many cases, the tragedy was originally caused by Slenderman as well. Really? Apparently. If the victim was an adult, Slenderman would stalk the victim for long periods of time. This caused an illness that became known as slender sickness. What was slender sickness? Symptoms include massive paranoia, nausea, nosebleeds, nightmares, and hallucinations. <laughs> Eventually, the Slenderman would abduct the victim, usually into nearby forest, where they would be killed. Hello, neighbors. In messy cases, Slenderman may remove evidence of its existence by burning the victim's home, place of work, or school, often causing the death of others in the line of destruction, Ooh. generally those close to the initial victim. I don't remember that in the movie, but also I don't really remember the movie very well. Yeah, we'll talk more about the movie. <laughs> Originally, Slenderman killed its victims by impaling them on the branches of very tall trees and allowing them to bleed to death. Oh. The victim's organs would be individually removed and placed in plastic bags, which were then returned to their original positions in the body. The victim's corpses did not show any sign of a struggle. However, as time has gone on, it would seem that Slenderman has abandoned this practice. Where the fuck did Slenderman get plastic in the 1600s? Or also, the 1900s? Like, that sounds horribly, horrible yeah. for the environment. In the late 1990s, the more and more common use of cameras and camcorders allowed technology to shed more light on the creature, and the Slender Man was recorded and photographed stalking potential victims many times. In the late 2000s to early 2010s, several individuals recorded ongoing stalking and attack scenarios with themselves and friends. These video accounts are codenamed Marble Hornets, Everyman Hybrid, Dark Harvest 00, ML Anderson Zero and Tribe Twelve, as well as certain Riven videos, which I'm assuming these are all YouTube channels that yeah. you can look up, like found footage YouTube. Mm -hmm. New accounts of the Slender Man's powers, abilities, and attacks show some drastic differences from his original behaviors. Gone is the original desire to impale targets on trees, his overtly aggressive attitude, and the tendency to target mainly children. He now appears to target people who encountered him as children often stalking them for years. It does so in such a way that the target is often unaware of his presence for months, Just years, or even so decades. Just so in the background. Yep. Which Just appearing photos in photos come. and shit, yeah. Actually, just a real quick note. I know some of the Marble Hornet videos are just like a minute long. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can get through some of them pretty quickly. I'll get through a whole series in a day, so oh, Marble Hornet should be nothing. I know you will. Typically, the victim won't be aware of its attention until far too late, 
because of the somewhat contagious nature of Slenderman's attacks, an initial victim may not even be aware that they are causing others to be targeted since they may not know that he is stalking them. <laughs> the Slenderman stalking behavior is remarkably passive. He torments an individual by repeatedly appearing and vanishing, usually without harming the victim in any physical way. He invades the mental safety of his prey by appearing inside their house, outside their home, on roads they travel, at their place of work, in their windows, when they are alone, coming in the window, coming in the door, hide your wife, hide your kids. Slenderman's coming. Slenderman's coming. Or ensuring only the victim can see him or while the target is sleeping. The sporadic and unexpected nature of these manifestations causes fear and unease, which eventually can grow into incredible paranoia. This period of stalking can last anywhere from several minutes to decades. Not several minutes. Several minutes? Oh my god. The, sl the longer Slender Man stalks a victim, the greater strain on their mental health, which may be one of his goals. Prolonged stalking causes what has been named Slender Sickness, as they mentioned before, which is both a mental and physical ailment and can cause paranormal paranoia. Paranormal night paranoia. <laughs> nightmares, coughing, and difficulty swallowing. It's an allergic reaction to Slenderman. <laughs> Convulsions, exhaustion, vomiting, hallucinations, etc. So basically it causes every symptom of any illness ever. The physical symptoms... Slenderman's <laughs> just going to give you really bad anxiety and all the symptoms of anxiety that go along with it. Slenderman is flu-like symptoms. It's Slender Flu. Yeah, Slender Flu. <laughs> slender Flu. He's Slender Fluid. The physical symptoms... <laughs> The physical symptoms naturally affect an individual's mental health, but it is believed that Slenderman exerts a direct effect on the mind as well. However, this phenomenon and Slenderman's control over it have yet to be fully explained. As mentioned, the behavior of taking organs out or impaling targets appears to have been abandoned. Probably because it's a little bit time consuming, yeah. a lot of bit messy. Bad for the environment. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe this is like the original Slenderman's kid, and you oh, don't want to be exactly like your parents. A lot of effort. Yeah. A lot of effort and not a lot of appreciation. Not, a lot of effort, not a lot of reward. He's like, I took the time to not only invent plastic, but to put these <laughs> organs in the plastic bag. Tupperware, watch out. <laughs> it was not a bag. It was just a fucking rubberware container, a Rubbermaid container. A Rubberware um just a sheepskin yeah bag that i've made and i just so, carefully tied each organ up porous condom full of someone's heart oh god if reports of Slenderman's new modus operandi are to be believed it now vanishes with its targets leaving no traces behind victims are usually alone when they vanish leaving no witnesses what little camera footage has been found is incredibly distorted and it is nearly impossible to even theorize as to what they depict the victims are almost never found dead or alive, and it has been speculated that perhaps he does not kill victims immediately. Well, we knew that. Whew, that was actually a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Like I said, that is from slenderman.forum.org. It is directly from that wiki, which is a great source of all Slenderman knowledge if you want to go there and look it up. Slenderman totally sounds like it might be... The girl from the rings. Or like little cousin. The Fae abducting children and taking them to like uh what's their land called? In D D it's the Fey Wild, but yeah. That was the taken directly from the wiki Slenderman information that you all were well, now definitely that we all craving. Know, like, the official canonical story. Mm-hmm.
So Slenderman also gained popularity through independent games that were released on the internet. Was there a game? In 2011, a first-person puzzle game was submitted for a horror game competition, uh, and it featured the creature as the primary villain. Huh. In June of 2012, a game developed with Unity Software entitled Slender, colon, The Eight Pages, was released for free on the internet. Is it still free on the internet? Probably. If you have heard of a Slenderman video game, this is probably the game you're thinking about. Okay. Or the next one that I talk about, which is related. Uh, <laughs> the, this game took the internet by storm. In fact, the developer's web... And that might be the third or fourth time I've used that particular phrase, but, you know, whatever. The world by storm. <laughs> Everything's Slenderman. being taken. Slenderman's Takes taken over. everything by storm. The episode of this... Uh, the name of this episode is going to be Slenderman, Taking the World by Storm. Slenderstorm. Uh, in fact... Uh, in my notes, it's called Slenderman, Digital Folklore in the Modern Age. But that sounds more like a term paper than like a yes. podcast episode. <laughs> this is my thesis. Uh, but it is interesting to think of digital folklore as a thing. Um, anyway. It's the way of the future. In fact, the developer's website, I'm skipping ahead. If you have heard of the Slenderman game, I went back. This game took the internet by storm. <laughs> and we're pretty much back to where we were. Okay, in fact, the developer's website crashed the day it was released due to the insane amount of people that were trying to download the game. Interesting. The following, That's amazing. Yeah. The following day, PC Gamer and a few others provided links to download mirrors, uh, like in different places to try to keep the... Oh, <laughs> to yeah. try to like so everybody spread can get, out Yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> Share the love. In the game, players were tasked with collecting eight notes written on pages. Get it? And so story checks out so far. That were hidden in a forest at night. This creepy nighttime forest also happened to be haunted by Slenderman. Mm. Now, if you spent too long looking for the notes, you would come in contact with the creature. Sometimes you would see it in the distance. And if you stared at it too long, you would also fail because it would get you. Yeah. These two scenarios would culminate in a pants-staining jump scare that is apparently <laughs> what really made the game what it was. I don't want to play it now. So apparently this game was so good that it received a full commercial version. Really? That was released less than a year later with the name being changed to Slender, colon, The Arrival. Not only did Slenderman's creator, Victor Surge, have a role as one of the game's producers, the creators of Marble Hornets helped write the game's script. Good for them! Yeah, cool, huh? So by this point, Slenderman is starting to show up in all sorts of various media. Yeah. In 2011, which is, I think, also the year that the first game came out. Like it's the year I graduated high school. Me too. <laughs> Slenderman was the inspiration for the Enderman in Minecraft, which is not something that I knew. Yeah. Slenderman also apparently appeared in the music video for Skrillex's song, First of the Year. <laughs> It's mostly just speculation, but it's still a fun tidbit of information. Here for it. So in early 2014, Goat Simulator, which is a GTA sort of game <laughs> where instead of stealing cars, you're just a goat that runs around and causes mayhem. Yeah. It's on Game Pass. If you haven't played it, you should check it out. It's good for like a couple hours of fun. Uh, anyway, that game was released in 2014, and it featured an unlockable goat you could play as called Slender Goat. Was he wearing a suit? I'm not sure. I hope he was. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare What? also had a map where keen-eyed players could find Slenderman standing creepily in the background of one of the forest maps. Kendra. 
my mother loved plants versus zombies. She might have saw the Slender Man. I'll have to ask her. The extremely long-lived show Supernatural had an episode where they fight a monster called the Thin Man. The Thin Man was a faceless creature wearing a button-up shirt with characteristics <laughs> very akin to those of Slender Man, including hiding in forests, causing hallucinations, and abducting children. It's like they were trying to copy someone's homework, and they were like, just change, just change a few things. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I love about Slender Man is that it offers a rare opportunity for the different layers of our show to overlap. Yeah. Because we can't talk about Slender Man without bringing up a particular story from Waukesha, Wisconsin, in which two 12-year-old girls stabbed their friend Peyton Lotner 19 times in a confessed effort I know this. to appease Slender Man. I know this. Her 12-year-old attackers were sentenced to 25 and 40 years in different mental health institutions, and Peyton lived and, as far as I know, is doing fine. Yeah. The actual attack took place on May 31st, 2014. It was really fucked up. Yeah, super fucked up. In David's Park, during a game of hide-and-seek in the park's forest, the mm -hmm. assailants, 12-year-old girls Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser, had lured their best friend, mm -hmm. the aforementioned Peytoner, Peyton Lutner, into the woods to murder her. Yeah. At some point, Lutner was pinned down and the other girls proceeded to stab her 19 times in various parts of the body, including the arms, legs, and torso with a five-inch blade. Yeah. Two of the wounds were delivered to major organs and one missed a major artery in the heart by less than a millimeter. Yet another pierced her diaphragm, cutting into her liver and stomach. Ware and Geyser told Lutner they, were, they would find help which seems like a strange thing to say to someone that they had stabbed 19 times. Yeah. Surprisingly, they did not, in fact, get any help upon leaving. No, they kind of just like, they tried to hide her body by putting leaves over her. Yeah. So they didn't try to find any help for the victim of their attempted mm -hmm. murder. So Lutner dragged herself to a nearby road where she was found by a cyclist who called 911 when they saw the bloody girl. After the attack, the assailants walked 4.9 miles where they were apprehended near a local interstate at Steinhoffel's furniture store. The knife they had used in the stabbing was still in a bag they carried. While Geyser allegedly felt no empathy, Ware has been described as having felt guilty for the crime but felt that the attack was needed to appease the Slender Man. Yeah. Uh, just a little tidbit. Lutner left the hospital seven days after the attack. What a amazing little girl she's a bad little bitch yeah i um i forgot because i i know that story yeah but i forgot that um they blamed it on slenderman it's crazy right yeah do you think that they were like nutso or do you think they actually thought that they were like i think one of them thought that and the other, and the one, other just, one just like kind of roped her into it like the other one went along with it like one believed in the slender man yeah and the other one went along with her wanting to kill the girl or the other one convinced her that the slender man wanted her to kill convinced her so the one who believed in the slender man was the manipulated party yeah interesting okay i didn't think about it that way but that that's actually like it makes more sense i think that's why she feels remorse yeah but oh yeah yeah that makes sense okay interesting detective Detective Felicia. This is what I think about, like whenever I'm not doing anything. This is else. what I think about when, when I'm, I'm staring alone in at the, the dark. wall. 
Slender Man. No. But these things. I was just making sure that that was on uh, studio and not something else because I forgot. But uh, that's why we do the sound test. Anyway. <laughs> in the aftermath of the stabbing, the creepypasta community, including the creator of Slender Man, rallied to denounce the actions stating that they were a literary community that did not condone violence or satanic rituals. Mm -mm. Some of the members even held a 24-hour YouTube stream to raise money for the victim. That's like um, whenever people try to blame things on like Satanists, and it's like, we don't claim them. Yeah, which, ah, man, speaking of Satanists, there's a really good documentary about the Satanic Temple. Have you seen it? No. Did we not watch that together? No. It's pretty good, but one of them was like very extreme. Well, they were a performance artist, and their some of their performances were very extreme. And they had like a meeting with all the different the leadership of the different yeah uh, temples or whatever. And they're basically like, we can't associate with you anymore because you're a little over the top. We don't claim them. Anyway, as a result of this attack, basically everyone who is not overly or underly familiar with skrillex <laughs> minecraft or goat simulator we're now very aware of slender man and the connotation of this familiarity was overtly negative another attack and a string of suicides tied to slender man coupled with the incident in wisconsin caused more than a little bit of a panic really i didn't even hear about that and if you remember the satanic panic it don't take a lot to make people panic the slender man panic. looking at you tom hanks mazes and monsters <laughs> Not cool, man. <laughs> anyway, perhaps the most panicked were those among us who were already worried about how internet culture was affecting the youths. <laughs> <laughs> Popular culture and the media were not exactly helping matters. Law and Order SVU had an episode that was loosely based on the Waukesha incident that aired less than a year after the attack. That kind of feels like it was done in poor taste. Well, Law and Order has like a very from the headlines format where they will pull actual headlines and then base their shows on those headlines. Well, absolutely. And there's like a whole podcast dedicated to that. Really? Yeah. There's a Law and Order SVU podcast? Yeah. And they talk about the true crimes that the, the episode was based on. I need to listen to that. I'll find it for you. I like, I love Law and Order. I do too. Everyone should love Law and Order. But maybe don't do it like less than a year after... Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Less than a year, like, like I think here meaning about six months. Yeah, yeah. She did. she's like, um, she was a minor. Maybe you wait like two years. Yeah. Let the, um, let the dust settle a little bit. In let two, the blood dry. In 2016, a documentary about the Waukesha let attack. Let the luminol do its thing. Called "Beware the Slender Man" <laughs> was broadcasted on HBO. On March 31st, 2019, Netflix would release a movie called Mercy Black. It was inspired by Waukesha as it imagines life for people 15 years after they were involved in a very similar incident. I don't like it when um, people or companies try to profit off of a horrific story like that. Yeah. Especially so recently after it happened. It feels icky. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Now seems like a really good time to mention that if you go to www.patreon.com slash our odd Patreon. There's the biggest eye roll I could muster for you. You could hear that's a fucking audible eye roll. They could, everyone could hear it. <laughs> um, 
With Slenderman firmly embedded into the annals of pop culture, Sony Pictures, the aforementioned baby-eating reptoid Hollywood executives, decided that it was time the best-dressed creepypasta got a movie. In 2018, Slenderman was released from prison. No, I'm kidding. It was the movie's <laughs> name. Uh, currently, <laughs> from Cryptid Prison. Currently, it has one star, which is a fresh rating of 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, man. It think It thinks. It doesn't think anything. It's a movie. I think it's safe to assume that Slenderman was a bit of a flop. It was. I remember watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said... I don't remember the movie at all. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is it was a very forgettable movie. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes YouTubers just do it better, Sony. Maybe pay attention. Uh, since then, there have been no announcements for further plans concerning additional Slenderman movies, and it seems that interest in the creature has kind of fallen off. Give it a few years. No matter how you feel about Slenderman, you have to be impressed by their rise from obscure forum posts to Creepypasta, to the cultural pantheon of monsters. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it when creepy things from the internet can blow up and become actual cryptids. Yeah, which I think Slenderman, given like, give it like a decade or two, it'll be an actual cryptid. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to an interesting point, okay? I'm finished with, with this, okay. but I want to talk about... <laughs> we mentioned Supernatural before okay yeah there's an episode of supernatural i'm a big supernatural fan you probably knew that i need to finish it but anyway um <laughs> spoiler not that big of a fan i guess uh just kidding i was anyway. gonna say how big of a fan are you if you haven't finished it yet <laughs> so much stuff so much i forgot and i just don't want to start over a 15 season show you know what i mean that's 15 years of shit to get through yeah anyway there's an episode where they're going ghost hunting, but their usual stuff isn't stopping the thing. And it turns out that this was just like a story that some people made up on the internet mm-hmm. and other people shared it and then other people shared it and people started to believe it. And by believing in it, it made it a real thing. Much like the way Santa's sled is run off of. So it's kind of like, you know, clap your hands and you'll bring Tinkerbell back to life or whatever. Um, So... What do you think, like, I don't know how you feel about have, that as it relates to Slenderman. We put this energy, the Slenderman energy, out into the world. And by talking about it, we have given it power. Yes. Much like you do, Ghost. <laughs> right. Which is interesting, too, because me, not being a believer in Ghost, still being pretty fascinated by, like, the subject matter and, and people who do the ghost hunting and things. I used to watch a show called Paranormal State. Yeah. And he would investigate ghost claims and hauntings and stuff. And he went to a lady's house who was saying that she was being haunted. And this is re- this is related. Um, and she would do use a recorder every night, try to catch ghost sounds. And he's like, lady, you got to stop doing this. Because even if you weren't haunted, actively trying to contact ghosts and actively listening for ghosts is going to fucking attract ghosts. You yeah. know? So you it's start... Gonna- um- looking for things you're gonna find them so basically it's gonna like create something that wasn't there so i i thought that was kind of cool as it relates to like slender man and other digital folklore like momo or like uh siren face or whatever yeah that's what i tell people don't be messing with like ouija boards yeah don't mess with the zozo don't mess with zozo 
But um, Ouija boards and like quote unquote mediums, I guess. Like you don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. But like fuck around and find out. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fuck around and find out. You're gonna fuck around and find out in the paranormal world. You're not gonna like it. Regardless. I ain't afraid of no ghost. You say okay? that. I ain't. I'll fight a ghost right now. Ghost, if you're listening. You know, like in Pokemon, when you're fighting like a ghost type. Yeah. You know, fighting types aren't that great against them. It's okay. That's what this is about. I know stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, ghost, if you're listening. And if I'm wrong on the Pokemon front, don't come at me. I don't care. Ghosts, demons, cryptids, monsters, if you're listening. Reptoid humanoids. I'm not scared of you. Just come on over. Come hang out. Wear a mask. <laughs> just wear a mask. I'm up late. So like if you can just haunt us in the nighttime. No. While my wife's asleep and she doesn't know what's going on, it'll be fine. Okay. Well, we can watch TV. Oh my God. Okay. We, well, we can play two player video games. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe some ghosts just want to play video games. Anyway, that's all I have. I just ghosts wanted to, you know. Just have fun. Yeah. Ghosts just want to have fun. <laughs> Looking at you, Edgar Poe. <laughs> I see you over there. He looks like a man who likes to have fun. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have. Um, I got nothing else. That was great. I don't think we mentioned our links in the beginning. Oh, nope. I did mention our Patreon at a severely inappropriate time. But all of our other links you can find at linktr.ee slash OOPP. You can find us at www.ouroddpodpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at at OOP podcast, which is also one of those links. So there's really no reason to say that, but I just like to say it out loud sometimes so I don't forget it again. It's nice. Yeah. And also, if you like our intro and outro music, you can head on over to DarrenCurtisMusic.com where you will find a library of a open source plethora. music for your creative endeavors. And then sometimes they're just fun to listen to. Also, I used one of his songs in a TikTok video. Really? Yeah, my little puppet one. Oh. That was Darren Car that was a that was a DC original. <laughs> anyway, that's all I've got. So if you don't have anything else. All right. No, I'm good. Um yeah. We are the boneses. Wash your hands, wipe your butts. We are the boneses. <laughs> we and are we are out. out. <laughs>